0: What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 19. I'm your host, Wesley Hill. Joined my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, this week, founder Chad Rice on the microphone this week, and our special guest, Mr. Ron Swindle. This man is the trapping king. He knows anything and everything about trapping game, from coyotes down to coons, down to rabbits, whatever it is, this man knows how to trap them, and we're super excited to go into the deep details of how to do it. So let's get into it. Well, what's up guys what's up man? hunter How's thank you going? for joining us chad pleasure as always what's up man how you doing pretty good dude pretty good the uh tell me a little bit about yourself real quick if you don't care because uh i'm not really know sure what i know about you so
1: all right i'm just a uh, guy that met this guy a couple years ago and we kind of hit it off talking about trapping and hunting and things and yeah and just uh we hey. both kind of locked outdoors and just uh, being out and doing whatever we can do to catch We've animals. We've actually become yeah. uh,
0: pretty good buddies.
2: Became We're really fast friends. friends,
1: huh?
0: Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, That's
2: cool. So go ahead and tell her by your name and where you're from. And. Okay.
1: Uh, Ron Swindle from White County. Grew up here all my life. Um, moved to Cookville about 10 years ago. Okay. And um, like I said, I do uh, HVAC for a living, self-employed, so I have a little bit of time to to get out and do some trapping and and things during the day and during the week when the other people are are working. So yeah. Living the dream. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> thing you yeah. can do right uh, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah works out good. Awesome. No, I know all
2: about that too cuz before I started this business, uh I used to have a construction business, so I uh, you oh, yeah. know, I'd get my guys going and I'd go out and do a little deer hunting or fishing or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, That's awesome. How
0: the long dream.
1: You, how long you been trapping? About 6 or 7 years. Okay. Not real long. Uh been hunting and fishing for way longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. But trapping about six or seven years. And uh What
0: what made you get into it?
1: It was really weird. Uh it was in the wintertime, watching YouTube and just came across trapping videos by accident. Okay. And just I'm like, you know, I can do that. Intriguing. And yeah. It's very the, the animals are intriguing. You hardly see you know, deer hunting all my life. You'll see a coyote occasionally, but not Very often, you know, maybe once a year or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, you can put these out there and and wait on the coyote to come to it. Yeah. That thing's uh, hunting 24-7. It's there, and uh, it's a challenge. It's very difficult. They're amazing animals. They're the ultimate survival animal. I mean, they can survive anywhere. And um, I think I caught eight the first year. I mean that's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's 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 pretty pretty good. good. That was yeah. that was quite a bit of work. Oh, I mean, yeah. That was quite a bit. I started out. I bought like six traps, and um, and literally only had maybe not even three or four out at a time, and would catch maybe one a week or. And uh, the second or third year I trapped, I caught uh, twenty nine. That, so. that was that was an unbelievable amount of effort to do that. I can't even describe. That's a lot of time. Yeah, that was four months from like December to April. It just you wouldn't believe the effort that yeah. it takes
2: to do. How many hours do you think you spent in the field trying to catch those uh, twenty
1: nine hundreds? Probably. Yeah. Because yeah. it was four months. Yeah. And that's crazy. Um, luckily had several. I mean, I would be trapping like two or three different properties at a time.
3: And okay. you weren't just trapping for coyotes. I mean, you trap yeah. coons. And
1: coons and possums. And, you know, that's why I would tell anybody, um, seems like here in the south, trapping's not. As prevalent? No. You, you yeah. see the videos, everybody's up north, Midwest. It's huge. You yeah. think
3: it's a money thing for the, for the hides or what? I,
1: I think that's part of it. But I think part of it, it just goes back so f- much further up north. We haven't had them here. People don't realize that. You know, coyotes haven't been here forever in the mm. south really and um, they were out west and up north for a long time before they were actually here they've actually migrated here really and so even I didn't ago, know that uh, no. yeah the, from what I've studied you know 30-40 years ago they weren't near as common as they are now right so you know I think that's part of. it. I think up north and midwest those guys grew up doing it sure and they've taught their kids and here it's just it's really not a thing it yeah. needs to be. It the same, needs though. to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a huge problem. Yeah. It's a huge it is, problem. especially for, uh, I, you know, I don't know if you're
2: a turkey hunter, but.
1: I'm not. That's one thing I don't. Well, I just, I've never been able to get into.
2: Well, we appreciate you trapping all the coyotes and coons because they're, you know, they're nest predators for turkeys. Exactly. And they kill yeah. a lot of turkeys, Um, which is one of the main reasons I would love to get into trapping because. Yeah, I Yeah, we, we've got to start love, hanging out with Ron. I do love turkey hunting and the more coyotes or predators i can
1: kill the coons are, yeah. are way easier yeah and they're fun they're fun to they're really fun oh, they're yeah. really fun to catch um and they're really grouchy yeah they're, no doubt <laughs> they're very aggressive yes and uh when you go up to a, a coyote in a trout yeah nine times out of ten he's not that aggressive yeah but a coon nine times out of ten they they're, are, you, you better watch it, right, it <laughs> exactly yeah but, especially
3: if you don't like if you catch them in a dog, foot trap, a dog proof.
1: Oh, okay. Like the foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're ill, ain't they? Oh, yeah. They're oh, pissed yeah. off, yeah. Yeah, when you come to them, they they bring the fight to you. Yeah. They don't wait for you to come I mean, to them. They're, they're coming, they're coming at you. <laughs> you. Yeah. You might get
3: a docile one every now and again, but
2: yeah, but it's rare.
1: Very yeah. rare. Yeah. So
2: That's you were one. you were telling us you caught one the other day and it was pretty docile. Um, Yeah, yeah, it was. beautiful coyote. Yeah, man. Yeah. That thing was cool, which is, it's funny because we were just talking about this, but there's a good chance that I saw the coyote that you trapped when it was a puppy because it wasn't far from a place that I hunt. And it's very unique. And it was a very, yeah, very unique color to this coyote. You want to go into that, Ron?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he was mostly uh, solid black, especially his legs and face. A little bit of a white patch on his chest. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of brown on his back, but he was—he's mostly black. Very rare. I've been getting pictures of him for about three or four months. Sure, on on deer cams. Finally
2: cameras. got it. And, and the the picture hunter showed me he had really yellow eyes, which was yeah, super cool looking.
1: Beautiful cow.
2: Looked yeah. like a yeah, werewolf there. The what
3: kind of uh, set did you catch him
1: on? It was a dirt hole, and um, one of my old reliable traps. Um, just a real simple Duke square jaw. Trap, real cheap trap.
3: Was it a two or three or?
1: Uh, it's a number two, four cold. And nice. um, of course, he was caught deep. You could see, you could see his his pad on the pan. You know, which is perfect the way you want. Did to Did you just them. use
3: them pearls, or did you use anything
1: else? No, I used a bait in the hole, but I did use the pearls too. Yeah.
3: So he's got like these Dixie pearls, for y'all that don't know about trapping.
1: They're they look
3: like zorbies. orbies 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, and,
2: you know, a lot of people know what Orbeez are because they're, uh, well, if you got kids, you especially know what Orbeez yeah. are. But if you've seen Mr. Beast, he filled a swimming swim pool. pool full yeah. one time.
3: But these things, uh, they make them in the trapping world that smell like different urine, coyote, fox. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they make, like, skunk or
2: whatever. Bobcat, whatever, yeah.
3: But uh, the advantage to these is, like, liquid urine, when it rains, it's done. They'll wash it off, yeah. It's done. Yeah. And I've never used them, but from what Ron said, you know, they they like swell uh, up and they don't lose their – They stay a while. Their smelling yeah. power. Yeah. Because a coyote's
1: nose is like – Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've caught coyotes with just the beets, nothing else. Yeah. Just I remember a, you telling me that. Doing a scent post uh, and only using that, and that will attract them to come to it, you know. And – uh. Because they're going, you awesome. got to have something. There's totally different setup than a dirt hole.
2: Yeah, there's a bunch of different. There's a bunch of different sets. sets. Like what's your uh, yeah. go to? What's your go to set? The
1: dirt hole is ninety percent of the time, probably.
3: If you get on YouTube and look up a trapping
1: video, I would I like
2: Ron to explain what a dirt hole is, if you don't mind, right?
1: Right. Yeah, a dirt hole is just uh, when you make a hole, and then you basically set the trap in front of it, maybe off to the side a little bit, and and in the hole you put a bait. And maybe a lure at the top of the hole and uh there's a ton of cowdy baits out there that you can buy any of the name brand stuff is going to catch you animals because yeah. they've been doing it so long they know what to do um the bait had the good bait has preservatives in it it has antifreeze in it it'll last through anything nice and um believe it or not the, the black one i caught last week that set had been out almost three weeks really and i hadn't touched it hadn't touched the bait hole or anything. I just hadn't – I've been lazy, and I hadn't um, pulled the trap yet, to be honest with you. I got you. Did you have a camera over it? I had one close enough that it didn't catch the, the catch. The, the catch, But that morning when I pulled the camera up live where I could see it live because it's a cellular camera, and um, I could see the coyote in the trap. So that's why I knew I, oh, had, okay. I had something. Nice. And I knew it was really dark looking, so I was hoping it was the black one we yeah. been seeing, which it turned out to be. Cool, man. Yeah.
0: So explain this to me because, like, I don't really know anything about trapping, but it's interesting to me, and I want to get into it. Like, what what are the steps you take? Like, how do you convince a coyote to step on that trap? Like, what does that process look like?
1: Yeah. It's probably it's a lot tough. more. It can be – it can seem easy sometimes, but, um, you People know. People
3: that have trapped a long time make it look easy to me. They do, know?
1: and that's what got enticed me into it, watching the guys mm-hmm. on, on the videos online. Because they made it look so easy, yeah. They would just throw the bait in the hole, and here's what you do, and you don't have to be. It is nothing like that, is <laughs> no. it, Chad? No, it's not. What I believe, though, you know, the more coyotes you've got in your area, the easier it's going to be. Sure, they're going to get hungry. They're going to, um, you know, it's going to make them a little easier to catch. And, um, but basically, you know, like what I've said, you know, they've got the whole universe to to walk on, and you want them to step on a two inch pan, you know, right? Two inch hole, you know, spot. Yeah. So, their nose is what gets them. They can smell so good. So, the bait and the lure we use, along with the urine, that's the three things I normally use, they can smell it hundreds of yards away. So, their nose is actually what's getting them in trouble Mm -hmm. because it will bring them to your set where they normally probably wouldn't even be close. Right. You know, they could be out in the field, and that could bring them if the wind's right. Well, I try to set sets for a north or south wind which we normally have a prominently, you know, like a southwest wind. Yeah. But if you're on a road, I try to set both sides. I try to set something for in a field, if it's a narrow gap in the field. I try to set both sides. That way the wind, regardless if we have a north or south, you know how it is now. Right. It's gonna, it's, right now we've got north wind because it's cold. Yeah. Right. In a few days, next week supposed to be warmer. Sixties. 60 by the first of the week, we'll have a south wind. Yep. So you kind of have to look at it. Um you know, the wind, I like to try to cover because wind's going to change on you, weather's going to change, and you want to leave the traps out. As know. long as you can. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. to, you know, at least seven to ten days. Um, I've called them, you know, on like the tenth night before on a set that hasn't been touched. Now, this one was an exception to just, just because I just left it because I thought it was done. I use uh, a little bit of sheep's wool, Anybody that's familiar with, you know, we use sheep's wool to put the bait on. Yeah, the that's hole. what I used to. And that gives, it gives it more natural smell, and then it gives it a visual that they can actually think an animal's down there. And what they think about the dirt hole, getting back to what you, you know, questioned dirt hole, they think a dirt hole, another animal has buried something. Another mm. dog, canine, has buried something.
2: And Food or whatever, up, yeah. So
1: they want to steal it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> even if they're not hungry. Yeah, even if they're not hungry, they're opportunistic and, and you right. know, yeah, yeah. Even if they're not hungry, they want to they want to get that. Mm-hmm. Either eat it or take them, take it with them, and, and then dig and then their own it. hole and bury it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then they want to. If it's a male, they want to mark it. They yeah. want to mark everything. Is theirs, just like a dog. They think just yeah, like a yeah. dog. They're so similar to a dog. And um, yep. But yeah, that's the dirt hole. And like I said, if you watch, like Hunter said, if you watch uh, the video, 80 percent of the time they'll tell you dirt hole is the most common and um like i said gives yeah. the hole gives them a visual yeah they can see the hole and they're like hey what's going on that wasn't there or they can smell the fresh dirt or mm-hmm. and then when you have the bait and the lure there and then a little bit of urine around it they think well they've another coyote has marked that mm-hmm. you know for their use and um so generally that in, intrigues them you want them to start digging Okay. The longer they stay at that hole in that side and work, they the higher on.
3: your chances go up. Right,
1: they're moving them feet the whole yeah, time. Yeah, because exactly. they're going to spend, they're going to kind of <laughs> spin around that hole, digging
2: it out. Right, and that's right.
1: They're w- going to start working that hole, and a lot of the bait and lure will in, will trigger that response. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is real stinky stuff. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, do not get it on I your mean, hands. It is <laughs> bad. Fortunately, yes. it, the smells don't bother me. Yeah. But I've had guys that's been with me, and I open it up, and they start gagging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it you know, say that's the one thing. If you've got a real weak stomach, it's probably not going to, you know.
2: Be a great hobby for you. Yeah. Right. Well, also on a dirt hole setup, you kind of want to angle that hole, right? To, to To try to get them to right. dig it from a certain direction. to, to
1: Yeah, wh- you want them to come around to the front of it where the exactly. trap is. Exactly, exactly. You know, you don't want to have to set a, do a dirt hole and then set four traps around it. It's just yeah. too much. Too much work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to do one trap in the front. But I ain't you can ready. use
3: sticks and stuff to kind yeah. of put them or where bushes you want them. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can use literally like anything Mother Nature has to offer to kind of funnel them towards where you want them, want them, to, them step. to step, yeah. right?
1: And you know, and I like backing putting a dirt hole with something behind it, a bush <clears throat> or or whatever. Because they will, even with an angle like that, they will. If they can get in behind it, a mm-hmm. lot of times, they'll, That's dig, trap. they'll dig it out from behind. Yeah. And it's almost like they have a sense with that trap being there. Yeah. You know, you've got to make it to where they, they don't know that trap's there. Exactly. Because if they know it's there, they will not step on it.
2: You know also, I mean? if it's like the grant, like you have to really put the trap in solid.
1: That's the key. Yeah. That's the hardest.
2: that's the hardest part that yeah. I've experienced cuz I I've tried to trap.
3: And that's called bedding the trap. Yeah, and yeah. and it, yeah. And, it, yeah.
2: and it's tough to get the trap like sitting solid because if a coyote steps on the edge of it and it moves,
3: they're down. He's, they're, they, yeah, right. he's
2: like what was that, you yeah. know. Yeah, I've told him That's Ron, not natural.
3: Like there's it's, Dude, I've dug last year <laughs> I've dug my backyard up a bunch like practicing bedding traps. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's just something that takes time and it does take time yeah and it it's not rocket science but at the same time you've got to have that trap solid yeah like chad said and the bigger you dig the hole out you learn you know by doing and the the bigger that hole is the more you've got to put back Mm -hmm. so you want that hole to be just just big enough yeah for your trap to go in and be stable and and then get it stable and there's things you can do to it to make it stable even if it's if it's not. Right. And then, of course, you know, covering it up. Uh, man, we could go on all day on this. Uh, <laughs> Some people put I stuff
3: under the pan, on top of the pan. Yeah, there, There's so Cause much. Because you, you don't want dirt and stuff to get under that pan because then if it gets under the pan, of course, it's got to go down to fire. Yeah. And if it's got stuff right. underneath it. And when it rains, and washes. Fire.
1: You know, mm-hmm. dirt turns to mud. Yep. And if you get that under the trap, It's not going to fire. No. Um, So I I use peat moss once I dig it out. I bed it in peat moss once it's solid. Mm -hmm. I put, um, which I use uh, wax paper for a pan cover. Now we're getting into a whole other different thing now. you know, Some people use stuff under the pan to keep it from. There's literally hundreds. Screen wire on top of it. Yeah, Um, which is what I've used in the past. That's what
3: I used too. I went to Lowe's and got like some. Screen door, that's screen wire. I, mm-hmm. That's what
1: I did, cut it up. I didn't have good luck with screen wire. I didn't either, because mine yeah, had like a either. bubble over the pan. <clears throat> when I used screen wire, I had more traps scratched up, not really dug up, but it was like they'd either smelt the wire or they could feel it when they mm-hmm. put, put their foot down, and they would just scratch the trap like, hey, I know it's there. And like, what, yeah, like Whether it is? was a coyote, fox, coon. Um, you know, don't coons know what always did, did that to my. Own. They're yeah. bad for it. They'll dig yeah. it completely up and flip it out of the ground. Yeah, that's what, that's what yeah, they did. That's what they.
3: I was trapping for a, a farmer that had some corn, and I was like, man, because he said it was coyotes, and I was like, it's coons, and he was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's coyotes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I put I put out uh, two um, foot traps, mm-hmm. just cold spring traps. Dug them up like two or three nights in a row. I was like, man, this coyote's smart. Like I'm I gonna set some dog proofs out, caught a coon the first night. That's why I was digging my traps up.
1: Yeah. yeah, they're bad for it, and they'll they'll dig it up, and it's so weird. They'll dig it up and flip it completely out of the ground, and not even fire it the trap. I couldn't tell you how many I've had. Crazy. And foxes will do it, but most of the time it's coon. That's, That's crazy. Cool. So what I like to do is go in and set those dogless traps, the coon traps, before I trap mm. and during. But if you could go in a couple of weeks before and try to get rid of some of those trash animals, the the possums, the coons, because they're going to wear you out. You know, you're spending all this time and money setting coyote traps, and the coons are coming in. and Skunks. And, and once they mess that set up, you're not going to catch a cow. Yeah, yeah. So, Yeah, you well, better do, to, do, to go ahead and get rid of those animals.
2: So, you know, coyotes can smell really well. And all the videos I've watched, they talk about, controlling your scent right do you do that
1: oh yeah i mean uh i don't worry as much about my scent which i do wear rubber boots sure but the trap scent that's yeah. what you really need to worry about um these so there's tra- some
3: preparation that
1: goes into there's before
2: a- you ever set the trap exactly or, yeah so right kind of go into get- that like okay yeah. you've
1: bought traps now yeah. what do you do to get them ready the process I use is, is about a week long, so I, I try not to be in a hurry to do it. Um, the traps are really oily when mm-hmm. you get them because they've come like from a machine shop. They're really oily, and they're really pretty like that.
3: Oh, they're beautiful, yeah. <laughs> but you won't catch anything. You don't <laughs> want <laughs> them to be they, beautiful because if you they're, can smell them, you know the cow. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: The game can they smell s- them. They smell like a machine shop. That's right. Yep. And machine uh, oil. You get that. You got to get that oil <laughs> off. The, the way I do it is to because I want to wax them. Uh, there's all kinds of dips and different and things. And that comes
3: that comes into factor with the scent control for
1: the right. traps. Mm-hmm. Get the oil off and to wax them. In order to wax them, to get it to stick, you want it to have a little surface rust on it to get it to mm-hmm. stick Bind. to it. So I soak them for three to four days in vinegar water, and it gets all the oil nasty stuff off of them. Then hang them up for two three days, and they get really rusty. Mm-hmm. And then once they get that rust on them and they're dry, they're ready to wax.
3: And that not wax so. kind of, if there is any scent on them, it kind of encapsulates that, it, right?
1: It will lock it in. But by by that time, there's usually not. Right. But it'll lock the scent in, plus it completely coats the trap where it won't rust. Anymore. yeah, Right. It, and it makes it work really well. And, of course, once you do that, then you have to go through the traps and adjust them. You mm-hmm. want the weight, You know, you don't want it to fire uh, too early. Like... like pff- Yeah. Breathing on it, and it fires. Yeah, 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 Because you'll catch a lot of off game like that. If you have one fire on you while you're bedding it, it's too light. It's too light, yeah. It's too light. And what will happen is, and I had one the other day. Have you ever caught yourself? No, but I have close. (laughs) Close. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I had one the other day before I caught the black one that wasn't really happy with the way it was a different kind of trap, the new trap. And um, wasn't really happy the way it was. I would check it once. It would be three and a half pound. The next time it'd be two pounds. It just wouldn't stay yeah. consistent. So I kept cranking it down. I thought, well, it'll be all right. And then when I was setting it, boom, it went off. About got you, though. It about got me. So then I set it back. and went back a few days later, and it was just setting there fire. Huh. So something had got on it, and there was a little bit of hair <coughs> in the trap. And something had got on it, and it fired too too premature.
2: Hmm.
1: And that's thought, well, I shouldn't have lived, and, you know. Yeah, if you're not comfortable or completely confident in your your equipment, you really sh- yeah. I should well, it gave you, yeah. I was about
2: to say it gave you warning signs that it was not exactly. going to work very well. Exactly. So.
3: Is that one of them high dollar ones you bought? It was.
2: <laughs> well, it so was. so in your opinion, now that we're talking about it, like you said, that's a high dollar one, and the Duke traps are not that expensive. What's your favorite?
1: Well, the the Duke. Yeah. I've went full circle. Uh every year I've tried different traps. I've yeah. tried different kinds. Um a I've lot went, of popular brands too. Yeah, and they're not bad traps. They're just for me, my trapping style, they're not they're not doing it for me. Sure. For whatever reason. Uh and the the two that I've had trouble with are dogless and I don't that's a totally different thing too. Um it doesn't have whenever you set it doesn't have a little um like a little leverage you flip over to hold the, sure. the jaw. The, it, yeah. It doesn't have one. And the two traps that I'm having issues getting the the pan tension right are dogless traps. Mm-hmm. And I've had issues with them firing premature. And either toe-catching the animal, mm-hmm. you, you get there and it's barely caught, or it's gotten away, mm-hmm. or the trap, you missed them altogether. Yeah. Um. So I've not been really pleased with those. And I don't know if it's...
3: And Duke's been around for...
1: Right. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them have, but these newer traps, I mean, they're built... You know they're built super heavy. The expensive traps mm-hmm. they're built to last, but even the cheaper traps will last. There's just a few things you need to look for. Um,
3: and it's just like I mean, <clears throat> it's just like you know, if you hunt, taking care of your guns and your equipment. I mean, it's the same principle. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if you just when you get down trapping season, you just throw them out in the backyard. They're probably going to turn into rust bucket pieces that of not
1: work yeah. not work yeah. great. It's rust <laughs> together, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of work to it. There's a lot of prep. There's a lot of maintenance, but the traps will last for for years. You know, I mean, it's a it's a little bit of expense. Um, it it is cheaper to buy them by the dozen. Mm-hmm. You get you get a better price on them, and um, so I've been doing that. And and um, like I said, just take care of them, and they you know they'll work for you.
2: Yeah. So so Duke is that your favorite then Duke is the your favorite. Duke
1: Square that particular trap. Uh, I mean Duke's has so many models, but that square jaw. Uh, it's a number two. Yeah. Four cold square jaw. Nice. How much are those? Um, They've went up a little bit, but, but compared to everything else, compared they're... to everything, they're really cheap. If you buy them yeah. by the dozen, I'm thinking they're still around ten or eleven dollars a piece. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's not bad no, at all. no, no. Yeah. I was,
0: ex- I was expecting you to say like thirty to fifty dollars. I think, a think I bought.
1: I think I bought mine. I think I have number two square
2: jaws. And I bought a dozen of them and I think I, I bought them like four years ago or something and I think they were about nine dollars a piece yeah eight or nine dollars a piece yeah yeah I think
1: they were about eight when I started buying yeah them.
3: Yeah. yeah and i was, and I would suggest if you're going to get into it I, I would at least start with a dozen exactly because yeah. the one thing I, well the I think more
2: you have set out the the more chances you have of right Chad, yeah. that, that, that's yeah. exactly I was getting
3: it I bought like two starting out and I'm thinking oh yeah I'm going to catch all these. they're
2: both gonna be yeah they're both gonna but (laughs) yeah yeah
3: the more traps you got the just the higher your possibility of catching something is gonna go up yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: exactly yeah Yeah, the year i when i had my most success um i would have probably two dozen out at a time and Mm -hmm. would trap at least three it's a lot of work man three different properties and you gotta check them gotta check them every day every 24 hours i think legally yeah legally
2: yeah. you have to check them
1: every day yeah yep. so you got to try to get up in the morning and run the traps you know that that's going to take a couple hours to so you got to be committed to if you can't do that then yeah there there you, is you know,
3: a uh, some commitment things there that you're going to have to
1: but i mean know. if you're a if
2: you're a turkey hunter or if you want to like a-
3: everybody that turkey hunts like you said they yeah need wants to, to trap be doing
2: yeah this. they need to be trapping but also like i mean coyotes kill a ton fawns. of fawns every year too. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, if you're a deer hunter or turkey hunter and and you got the time, man, it's going to pay off. On and it's fun, yeah, and it is. Um, but yeah, you should. It's a lot of
1: work, but it's a lot of work, and and there'll be a lot of days you go run your line. There's nothing. You mm-hmm. may run them, you know, for a week, and that's why I would suggest, hey, put some of the coon traps out. Do you know to kind of keep it, you know, that way you catch something yeah keep your and morale up right know. and you're and you're helping keep those animals out of your coyote sets mm-hmm. and out of the turkey nest so you know i i recommend you know like i said setting for the i say trash but the coons and the possums. possums you know do that before a week or two you can kind of get rid of the bulk of them and then keep doing it while you're while you're trapping for coyote or whatever you're whatever you're
3: which now in the state animals. of tennessee coons and possums you can trap you around right they change the rule.
2: They need to. I mean, the fur market needs to come back so we can get rid of them. Man. Well,
3: they the fur market is not great. No, it? no. and no, it no. hasn't been for a while. Long time, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing about the fur market is what drives the fur market is uh fashion.
2: Yep. Yeah. You know, you got all these tree huggers. <laughs> now you got all these snowflakes and tree yeah, huggers right. that don't and wear don't. That, they pour pain on against animal that stuff right there, but
3: yeah. I mean, if if if
2: yeah, but if they knew the conservation that yes effort yeah. that, that's behind trapping and behind getting rid of you know decreasing the population, we ain't of trying those, to eradicate these
3: animals. No, we're we just, just
2: trying to decrease the population, give other animals a chance to thrive again. Hundred percent, you know, like exactly. rabbits and uh squirrels squirrels and and turkeys and deer yeah man it just things need to be in check there's checks and balances to everything and it's you know you
1: have to do that if you want conservation for sure yeah i think what people don't realize on on the coyotes that there's nothing out there that's chasing down and hunting a coyote no nothing there's humans the, there's that's the, it there's the top of the food chain here we yep. don't have wolves so Mm-mm. they're at the top of the chain there's nothing going after a coyote Yep. um they're they're the top dog really. and there
3: is a bunch of them here there's even a if bunch you of ain't them. them right
2: well there's a lot i was showing you i get i get a picture right. of one every night and you were saying that you probably got a lot of coyotes. You do. Now.
1: If you're seeing them like that, or if you start seeing them during the day much, I don't know if you do. But
2: well, I showed you that video. Yeah, right. they're coming in every. When you start seeing the them
1: during the day, there's a lot of them.
2: Yeah. So, if you want to come trap on this property, I'm talking about. Come oh, home, buddy. Oh and man, I'd
3: love to. Yeah. Trapping is a good way to get, you know, on property that you potentially want to deer hunt that could be your foot in the door
2: yeah cuz actually funny story about that is i saw a really large deer in my neighborhood my neighbor uh, owns about 38 acres a street over from me driving to work, driving here one morning to work and uh had a i mean a giant t- uh 10 11 12 pointer i can't remember what he was but He's he ran across, he ran across the road in front of me and i'm like my jaw hit the floor, you know, and like for a week I was just like, go knock, go knock, go ask. And finally I worked up the nerve and went and asked. And uh, the guy was like, yeah, I don't mind if you hunt. I got a lot of coyotes around here. If you can kill some of those, I would, you know, I'd be more than happy to have you deer hunt the property. And that year, you know, what's crazy is like you talk about a lot of coyotes. I killed four with my bow that year. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's there was a lot of coyotes on that property. Sure.
3: If you put like half a dozen traps, there ain't no telling how many you could have caught.
2: I did try to trap, but I, that property. But I, you know, I didn't catch anything because I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know right. how to. And it's good. It's good to It's all good that, to have so.
3: somebody like Ron. That uh, if if you've got a local trapper that's you know a seasoned guy, hit him up because I mean that will flatten that learning curve a lot.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: A lot, because I mean,
1: if you'd have had somebody, well, like I said, I, I do have my uncle that. Oh yeah, that's uh, He'd right. been trapping for a lot all of his life, a long time, and um, so yeah, we trapped a little bit to start with together. And that so that probably helped you. It did, and then like I said, the, the amount of information out on, online, yeah, YouTube, you can man. watch it's yeah. infinite. You can watch all these videos of all these guys, mm-hmm. and they're in every state. Yeah, the counties are the same, regardless. Yeah, where you're at. Well, there's it's even, totally the e,
2: even like on Facebook and stuff, there's groups like that, that right. put oh, out yeah. a lot of information too. Oh, and yeah. you can, you can ask questions in those Facebook mm-hmm. groups or even possibly a forum that's local to your state. There's you know?
3: a bunch of Facebook groups yeah. for trapping yeah, yeah, and fur handling. Cause most of the time if it's a fur handling, it's got, you know, it's derived from trapping. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's a couple guys on YouTube that I subscribe to and, I mean, you know, like we take deer hunt trips, you know, wherever. They go – they take trapping trips to, like, Kansas and stuff, and, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all they do. And, I mean, they'll come back with a, a – Truckload. Truckload. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're talking 30, 40, 50 coyotes in three or four days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Those boys know what they're doing. I mean, okay? that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. that's crazy. And they're going, and that's all they're doing, you yeah. know, is setting traps. Yeah. Probably – for 10 hours and like a day. In yeah. in
3: the Midwest and uh some northern states. That is where you can get into some money with your fur because that's where oh, yeah. the you know that's where the furs that make you money are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah the southern furs is just not is the yeah. quality's not there. Yeah.
3: And they just don't like you said they don't pennies on the dollar you're going to get for them. Right. But I wouldn't even be you know, if I could, if I caught a pretty one or something, I'd probably skin it out and keep it for myself. But I, I'm I'd I'd rather do it for the for my other hunting that I yeah do. yeah turkey hunting and
2: just and, your conservation yeah. aspect of for it for sure. If uh no, if I'd have caught that one wrong, caught the other day, I would got a full body mount of him. He was <laughs> I've had a few beautiful, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beautiful coat, which is crazy. I want to tell this story because did I tell? I don't know if I told the story, but I'll tell it again if I did. Uh, where Ron caught that coat, I hunt maybe, I mean, it ain't even a mile, is it? Half mile, yeah, maybe. it's not far. Uh, I used to hunt the, a property close to where he caught that coyote, and uh, one morning I was hunting in there, bow hunting, and I had a doe just zoom past me like something was chasing her. And about two minutes later, here comes a coyote with three puppies, and all of them were black.
3: Including mama.
2: Including mama. And they all had a white uh, chest patch, and the one he caught was a black coat with a white ch- chest patch. Oh man! So yeah, it's crazy. I I, I saw that coyote as a puppy, the yeah. one you caught, which is, like it, yeah. is super cool. Yeah.
0: Do mm-hmm. you um, so like you you let's just say you trap one, and uh, you're going to it, and you're you're looking at the the dog. Do you have you ever like experienced like almost a moral issue with seeing a trapped animal and then
1: having to take it out? I really haven't. Okay. I I mean, I can see where people, I've had people with me that have that would probably turn it loose.
0: I mean, Um, you're doing it for a good reason, I think. Yeah. I'm just curious if you've ever in your head been like, man, this is
1: hard. Yeah. I wouldn't do it if it was, you know, Detrimental to yeah the population, the survival, yeah. or anything. Yeah, if but, anything, um, it's you know it's it beneficial.
2: Yeah. beneficial. Well, it's they say beneficial. they say a coat if they get pressured like that and the population decreases, they end up like breeding faster, yeah, quicker. And, they,
1: their litters are bigger. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing. Mother Nature's really set them up. Yeah, um, and they have their litters. They breed and have their litters that coincide when fawns drop. Yeah. That way, the food's there abundant. Yep. That way, the female have plenty of food so that that Mm -hmm. she can take care of the pups. So that's right. Mother Nature's got them set up to where it's yeah. It's in their favor almost exactly. And uh, when their numbers drop, their litters will get bigger, Mm -hmm. Um, or they'll come into heat like more frequently or whatever. I think I've read that somewhere. I've read that, and I've read uh, when you hear a coyote calling or howling, it's kind of like a census. They say they're calling to get another response from another coyote, like over maybe on that mountaintop over there or over here. And if they don't get Roll a response, call. exactly, it's like a census. And if they don't get a response, then they think, well, we're not, we're the only ones out here. That will make them expand their range. That's which, right, yeah. Which will make them have bigger litters.
2: Yep. That's and, crazy. And, it uh, is crazy.
1: So it's, it's, they're amazing animals. They really yeah. are.
0: That's wild.
2: How do you feel about not being able to hunt them at night with rifles here in Tennessee, I mean, I know that helps the trapping, but yeah, but there is well, there like ain't a enough lot of people
3: trapping though. well there
2: I know exactly, and there are a lot of people that would love to hunt them at night, you know,
1: right, yeah, I think on private land, it should be legal, I do too, 100%. If, it, if it's, if it's yep. private property and people are being safe, you know if you've got yeah. enough land to do it, then I think you should be able to,
2: yeah, yeah because I mean you know <laughs> trapping's hard. And a lot of people will give up quick because they don't have success. And, or they don't have enough time. Or they don't have enough time, exactly. Right. So so yeah. it would be another way to, you know, help control the population. Exactly, yeah. So TWRA, if you're listening, make it legal.
3: <laughs> For real. I think it's legal in Kentucky.
2: It is. Kentucky and Georgia, and it's both legal in those states. I don't know about Alabama. Or
3: I don't know. The, I bought a truck but. two or three weeks ago, and this dude had just got a uh, – he built a – he bought a 6.5 Grendel and just bought a thermal. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, been up to Kentucky the night before, and he was like, man, I'm telling you. It's fun. It is a fun way to hunt.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we had uh, Alex from Talk About It Outdoors on the yeah, podcast last week. and he's an avid he, You like is, him. He's a nut, but he is also a
3: – Coyote crazy.
2: Coyote Killing son of a gun. I mean, look at that koozie right there. It's got a coyote on it, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's they he he uh, he goes out at night, hunts them with thermals all the time, and he loves it. So, so he just calls them. Yeah, they calls call them him. or goes out in the field and you know, kind of like that field I was showing you with those pictures of coyotes. I mean, just wait for them. If he gets a lot of pictures of them, they're coming out eventually. Anyway, right. so
3: have y'all seen that decoy dogging?
2: Mm-mm. Oh
1: yeah, where they use the dogs to. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, to bring the coyotes in. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's fun. That looks fun, doesn't it? Yeah. Have you done that before? I haven't, no.
3: I've never even seen it done just on YouTube. I've never seen right. it done in real life, but, dude. Explain it looks, what it is. So, basically, there, I mean, there ain't no, like, specific breed of dog that I've I've seen. They just train their dogs. They just dog. train. I mean, you just got to train your dog when they're young, but what they do is usually they have more than one. Mm-hmm. Some some people will run one dog, but most people have more than one. And uh, they set out, they set up a call just like you normally would during the day. And uh, when the coyotes come in, them dogs will like run after them,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and you know they'll nip at them and stuff, and then they'll turn around and come back, and it becomes like a like a back ch- and forth, like yeah. a tag or oh yeah, or a chasing you know. And man, when you got them dogs. They don't pay no attention to you. Like yeah. uh, these coyotes will come literally like couple of feet away from you because they're so pissed interested off in the, dog. Yeah. at them dogs and yeah. trying to get them dogs. Like it is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a very, very effective method. Effective method. Yeah. yeah. Like you, m- more times than not, you'll get you'll have more than one coyote. Yeah. And like so they might no sh-
2: because what, well I've seen this comes like a turf war thing. Well, co- coyotes will do this in return as well. They'll, like, go after bigger dogs than they are and 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 kind of do that back and forth thing, and they'll lure the dog to chase after them, and there's other coyotes waiting, waiting. to ambush and kill that dog. Right. For yeah. sure. Yeah.
3: So I guess it's kind of that same mentality using the dogs. Yeah. But, man, it, it go on YouTube and look at it. It's called decoy dogging.
1: It is really, really It's pretty cool. F- it's it's cool. Yeah, mm. I've seen quite a bit. It it is.
2: So when you dispatch a coyote, what's your? Uh, uh, obviously, you're carrying a gun. What's your favorite trap gun?
1: Uh, I've used twenty two Magnum probably the most.
2: Yeah, rifle it, or a pistol? Pistol. Nice. Yeah. Yep.
3: Do you uh? Do you usually try to shoot them behind the shoulder, or do you shoot them in the head?
1: Or I, I've tried it every which way. Uh, because the key the
3: key is you don't obviously if you're just doing them you know like we would be doing them, we don't care about the fur but if you're doing it for the fur you don't want blood all over it because it's really hard to get out from exactly what I've seen. Yeah.
1: yeah and i try to keep the blood at a minimum sure and for me just the top of the head really yeah i was it's gonna just, say the head it's bleeds the quickest the less yeah it's the quickest. Peace. It puts them down. The animal doesn't suffer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it slots out. You yeah, said your like, uncle well, he could hit them in the heart. About uh, yeah, I've seen him just walk up and boom, and they're just they don't even move. Yeah, and it, every time I've tried that, most times it doesn't work. Yeah, and then it's a mess. Then that comes yeah. into the moral thing where you're like, ah. then it's yeah. a mess. Yeah, that, I didn't like that. The so, head, the so, uh, head's the most effective right. for sure. Yeah, that's that's generally what I do, and, and mm-hmm. the animal doesn't suffer. Yeah, exactly. And you know the traps. I've only been turned down one time on asking somebody to hunt their pro- or trap their property, and it was they wanted rid of the coyotes, but they didn't want them to suffer, mm-hmm. so they they said no. Yeah, because they think of the trap, and that,
3: and that that's really nothing. They don't suffer,
1: right? But they think the trap, they think they're suffering. They think it's a big old huge bear trap. And it, yeah. and It, it doesn't chews, break. It, it chews their leg off and mm-hmm. all this stuff, but it's just a misconception on trapping. Exactly. They think, they think it has these big spikes because I've, I've had them I've tell never me, seen a trap with big no, spikes. No, <laughs> but, but in, on TV cartoons, right, right. you know, it's, yep. it, it's always this bear trap. Mm-hmm. that has these big teeth on it. Yeah. And, you know, I tell them they have no idea. If you show them the trap, they'll laugh because it's so small and they're yeah and they're like smooth and it's yeah
0: so there's no teeth at all on the trail no so okay. so it's so smooth
1: you can
2: actually just let the coyote go and he'll be no worse for wear he may have a limp yeah at worst that'll go away and you know he'll be sold yeah. a day's time but most of yeah. the time it's he has a limp because he's stuck in it and he's pulling yeah, and he's and, pulling and trying to get out of it but i mean right. you could literally put your hand in there it's going to hurt, but it's not going to break your bones. It's not going to no. break the yeah. skin. It's, you know.
1: Yeah. A basic coyote trap. Yeah. When you yeah. get into the bigger wolf traps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't, <laughs> yeah don't, don't put your hand in those. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, yeah. the basic trap, uh, especially if it's a two-coil. two-coil That's yeah. right. Two-coils. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're a little bit, not quite as, I mean, they're plenty enough. They're a little bit softer. Right. Easier to set. Well, basically, okay. you know, it's like us, man. We've got a
2: smaller wrist than our hand. Mm-hmm. They're putting their pads of their paws in there. And basically, it's just keeping enough pressure that they can't pull their pad past those jaws. Okay, Yeah. So, okay.
1: you know, it's like a handcuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it just holds them. Yeah. It's not doing anything to them. It's just holding them till you can get there. And yeah. they're not so going to sit
3: there, you know. Your avid trappers are going to check them probably less than 24 hours most right. of the time. Yeah. Every so twenty four hours yeah. tops legally that you gotta that that animal's gonna sit there. Well,
2: most of the yeah. time you're catching them at night, and then right. you're gonna ke- you're gonna check it every morning. So those
1: it, it, they may you know. only be there a few hours. Yeah, exactly. And and they generally I watched this one on camera the other day because it was a couple hours before I could get there mm-hmm. after daylight. And I every time I pulled the camera up, looked, he was just laying down. He wasn't doing anything. The first time he was standing up, but he yeah. wasn't fighting. Yeah. And then every time after that, he was just laying down. Yep. He was just like. There was nothing you could do. Yeah, we was trapped. So, right, and it's not—it's the most humane, really, the thing we can do. Yeah, it's yeah. not Control the population. Yeah, it's not brutal like people think. It's—it's it's yeah. a big misconception when yeah, people think that it's not
3: barbaric. Yeah. No. Have you ever caught a, a bobcat?
1: A
2: couple. Yeah.
1: How are they when you catch them?
2: They vicious. Yeah. yeah. They're not.
1: They're not. They ain't happy when you they're walk not happy, up. Happy, <laughs> they're not humble. They're they're coming at you. Yeah, they're absolutely coming at you with sure. everything. Because I wasn't when I've caught bobcats. I wasn't trying to catch bobcats. Sure. And generally, because that's a whole other set. That's a whole different thing, and I just have never got into that. Yeah. But when I have caught them, it's been like they're walking around, being nosy, mm-hmm. and then a lot of times they'll get caught in the hind foot. Yeah. And then they're really coming at you. Oh yeah, I mean they'll they'll come at you just you know because le- legally
3: you gotta catch it you gotta carry a catch pole, right? Because if you ca- if you catch a bobcat out of season you gotta let it go you gotta let it go yeah. exactly. So I've seen a lot of you YouTube guys that are like, "Do not pull a vehicle or side by side next to a set that's got a bobcat in it." And I was like, I wonder why they always say that. They're just like a regular house cat; they will try to get under something. Yeah. And they and want like, to hide or climb something. They'll always go under a vehicle yeah. or a
2: side-by-side.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? No,
2: man. It's sketchy. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Luckily, the ones I've caught have been in season, so I've not had to worry about You've them.
2: You've been able to just dispatch them. Right. Not what about fox? About I've never caught a fox.
3: That's something that them. I thought. I, I think thought foxes are real pretty.
2: Yeah, I do, too. But they hit the nest pretty hard, though. Yeah, they do, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't see a lot. I don't see a lot on camera, or I don't know. It's There's probably more than
3: what you think, though. Wouldn't you think?
1: Probably. I figure uh, the coyotes probably keep them in check a little bit, or keep them. The bobcats. Run off the, yeah. The fox. Oh, the fox. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because they're kind of a natural. The coyotes are either going to kill them or run them off. They're sure. They're, yeah. And the, and the fox, you're kind of terrified of. of yeah. The coyote. Yeah. Well, they're I've they're really quite big. a bit bigger than the fox is. Right.
2: right. Yeah. Um. What's the most interesting animal you've caught in a trap? That black coat.
3: Aside from domestic dogs. Aside from dogs and turkeys. (laughs) Because that will happen. You've caught a turkey in a trap before? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Did you catch him in a trap or a snare? Both.
1: (laughs) I've caught him in both. A snare is the most deadly thing in the world. Oh yeah, I mean, kind of. You kinda can catch anything in a snare.
3: Get, give a brief overview of what a snare is for people that don't know what a <sighs> it's. It's just is.
1: a it's a cable that kind of makes a loop, mm-hmm. and you set it. To, you find like a gap in a fence or a mm-hmm. trail, and then the animal. You know the idea is they come through and they and their head goes through it, and then it cinches up and basically holds them. It won't let them loose. Yeah, and um, it holds them until you get there. Yeah, and um, you set I, a lot of snares. Not a lot. Okay. Not, I, most of the properties I trap, there's no fences, so you okay. really don't have – that's the best place that I've found is is to have a fence, fence yeah. especially like a gotcha. woven fence, woven yeah. wire, Yeah. and there's just limited places that they can go mm-hmm. under. That's where a snare, for me, has done really good. Yeah. Uh, if you
2: see that on a property, you're like, Exactly, snare. exactly. Yeah.
1: You'll see where they're – if it's a barbed wire fence, they can mm-hmm. go through it anywhere, you're wasting your time. Yeah, yeah, you know? gotcha. So I, I, the woven wire is the only time I really want to – Use a snare.
2: Gotcha.
0: That's pretty
1: cool, man. We
3: need need to start trapping, man.
0: I want to get into it because I've got some property in Memphis that I hunt on uh, that my family owns, and coyotes have been an extreme issue this year. That's been the main reason why. I kind of just feel bad because, like, none of us have killed anything except for one person uh, on that property the entire year, and that's a CWD unit. We usually kill between 40 to 50 does on that property. And it's also surrounded by conservation and public land. So it's like, it's always filled with stuff, but.
2: A lot of coyotes kind yeah. of pressure in the property. Every
0: time I hunted that property this year, I saw a coyote. Wow. Yeah.
2: And that so, means you got a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was a huge issue. Day. Yeah.
0: yeah, Literally like at first of the morning, I'd see him. And if I was hunting in the afternoon, it was right before dark, about five or six times they were chasing does. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yep. See, I generally don't see them. Where I trap and catch coyotes, yeah. hardly ever see them. Wow. So, and we still catch them. So, if you're seeing them, then I'd say there's it's a very high issue. population. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's interesting. That's cool, man. Did
2: you catch a lot on that property you caught that black one on this I've, year?
1: I've only been, that's the only one this year, uh, and I've only been trapping that property since last year.
2: Gotcha. Because, I, 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 like I said, I hunt, I used to hunt that water tower property. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, the vineyard that's close to there, uh, I I hunted it before they built all the houses. Right. And that was, man, that was a really good property until they started building on it. But mm-hmm. um, I've seen a lot of coyotes around there, really? especially on camera and uh, the water tower out in that field. I mean, I'll see them out during the day. Yeah. But have you trapped on public land at all? That
1: one. I have not. Okay. Now everything's been private that I've.
3: Is the rules and regulations the same for public land as it is? I no wonder. idea. Yeah, I have no clue. No idea. We'll have to check into that.
0: Yeah,
2: we'll yeah. have to look into that. Really I'm sure know. it's different.
1: Yeah, it. You definitely have to be more careful. I would think. I've seen some videos where guys are trapping up north on on public land, mm-hmm. and they um, they want to kind of hide their sets. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, they use drags. And that way, when the animal gets caught, it actually goes over here in the woods instead of staying right here by the side I got a buddy.
3: That's what he uses. Drags.
1: What's like, that? It's like a boat sure. anchor almost. Yeah, it's kind of like a hook with with eight or ten feet of chain. They're going to the they're only so gonna be get able to caught run on so something. far yeah. before it catches on something. Gotcha. But, but it does let them go. They don't stay right there and mess that setup. Gets them out of it gets the out public of view, right? It gets yeah. them in the woods, away from that spot. If you want to reset that spot, it's not going to be tore up.
2: Nice, yeah. okay.
1: So that's the advantage of it, and I've I've tried it a little bit. I really had never needed to do. Sure, tracks. I mean
2: private land, it's you
1: can. But I've um, I have tried them, but the ones that I've tried them on just hadn't caught anything. But I haven't done it very much. Gotcha.
3: I'd say you'd be surprised at a lot of uh, private landowners that you uh, that you go ask. You probably get.
2: Lord, yes is the More yeses than noes for the sure. Nose.
3: Especially like your cattle farmers, your goat farmers, horse farmers, people with
2: small pets. Small you know, pets. I mean, they cause... don't want their pet. Man, we had a cat for like fourteen years, and he succumbed to a coyote. He, well, he got attacked by a coyote, and then he came back to the house, and he was all jacked up. And <laughs> my parents. I mean, we had this cat for fourteen years, so my parents took him to the vet and. They, like cut his the high, they cut his hind leg off because it was mangled all to pieces. And then. So, this was a tough dude. Yeah, he was a tough cat, man. Um, and then he got let out to go to the bathroom one night. And then. All and she there, wrote. Yeah, he was gone. He may have went after that coyote. Uh, he, he was a that tough, tough cat, man. He, he my, His name was Gus. uh, I wish you
0: said like John Wick or something. Yeah, no, funny. I mean, Gus is a good cat
2: name. Uh, But he, he before he got got, vengeance on the dog before he got neutered. You know, my mom let him out, and dude, that cat disappeared for two weeks, and we were like, you know, oh well, he's dead, you know. Dude, we we, then he came back two weeks later. (laughs) He was like skinny as a rail. Dude, we used and to have then, a cat like that. And yeah. His
0: name was Ben's because we would name all of our animals after the car we had at the time. <laughs> <It was laughs> so dumb, but that's just what we did. And, uh, dude, he disappeared for like four months. And we were just like, well, I guess he's not coming back. And then we like sat on the back porch and we were like, dang, it really smells bad around here. Like, what is that smell? So we spent a week looking for that smell. And then we look up under the deck and it's our dead cat and a dead possum. Oh. And it looks like they both got in a fight and they both lost. Yeah, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah, I was like, "Oh crap, that yeah. was that was terrible." We had to cremate that thing because my little brother didn't know. We didn't want him to find out. Yeah, it was sad. But dang, dude. Well, man, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, I've learned a lot today that I. Yeah, I didn't honestly. I was thinking that trapping would be like you set a bunch of stuff up and then you just wait. But I didn't even know you had to go out every twenty four hours. Right. So it's a lot to it, man.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, to it. but
3: it's yeah. very rewarding, especially if you're, yeah. you know, if you like to hunt, I would say you, you would enjoy trapping. Well, I Absolutely. think I will
0: too cuz I'm I'm wanting to get into like trapping pigs and stuff too cuz I've got a pig problem on a property as well. But um trapping I'm gonna have to look also, into this It's more. going to
3: uh increase your uh outdoorsman knowledge on knowledge
1: yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I ask everybody this question, man. Uh, what's your dream hunt?
1: My dream hunt? Yeah.
0: It could be anything. Anything?
1: Man, I would really like to go out somewhere. You see these videos where they're going out and shooting coyotes at six 700 yards, you yeah. know, out in the Midwest? To me, that would be, you know, where they call them and there's five or six comes running. To me, that would probably be it. They're I using don't...
3: big calibers, too, ain't they? Oh, yeah.
1: Like 300s and – Well, it's not always, but – yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. The, uh at night or with the uh, thermals During the day, just, just whatever. The, just during the day, I think. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Cool.
0: The uh I saw this video online. Uh I forget who posted it, but uh they went and did that out west and he broke his personal record and killed thirty eight in one night. Wow. Thirty-eight. That's, that's that's just insane to me. He has a photo that Instagram actually took it down because it's pretty brutal. Yeah. But he had all thirty eight stacked up on top of each other, like in a pyramid yeah. in the back of his
3: truck.
2: That's funny. It was yeah, cool. I'd like to do a
3: trapping. You know, you see these uh, pictures of these old school guys that, like, they're standing in front of an old barn or something that like, hundreds of furs on the barn.
2: Yeah. Or
3: fur sheds or whatever. That, that, that'd be cool. That, oh, hunter
1: man. A hunter wants a fur shed. Yeah. 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 And a lot of times that's one season for them. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, that's their one season. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: It's cool. That's wild. Dude, I just want a coyote hoodie with the with the head on it, so I yeah. can flip it up. And the whole I saw a video.
2: It. Dude had like, uh, was it eight coyote furs in a in like a jacket, and the yeah. head was like, yeah, and his hands were had their faces on. It's probably <laughs> it was pretty crazy, <laughs> too, to be honest. Yeah, that's <laughs> that what was I was cool. thinking. <laughs>
0: Well, cool, man, uh, Hunter. Work. It's a pleasure as always, man. Yeah, Chad, man. thank you for joining yes, us sir. as always, and dude, pre- appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Do you uh, have social media or anything where people can find you? I don't. No. You don't. Okay. No. He's old like school. Ed. Yeah. He's old school. Yeah, I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. yeah but one stay, less I'll problem to worry about. There you go. There yeah. you go. Well, <laughs> uh, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.